you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. All right, week 12 is over. Time to turn the page to week 13. We have some great games, have a couple of playoff clinching scenarios. We got a lot of news coming up this hour and a preview momentarily of another Bengals playoff rematch. Last week, Tennessee. This week, Kansas City. NFL Now, NFL Network. We're here every day. Thank you for being here. My name is Andrew Siciliano. Let's open up with Aaron Rodgers news, the injury news. Is he going to be able to go this week with rib and thumb injuries? He's battled through the thumb injury, now the rib thing. Tom Pelissero, Mike Garofolo with me. Mike, Aaron Rodgers had something to say today. What was it? He did on the Pat McAfee Show. I'm going to get that plug right away. One time I was on the McAfee Show, it was when I was looking over Rappaport's shoulder while Ian was doing the show. And I said, you know, hey, I'm finally on the McAfee show. And he said, no, no, you made a comment one time on the air. About, I said, made a comment about what? Tuesday's a, a black hole for NFL news, and you provide news with an Aaron Rodgers interview. So Pat McAfee show, thank Man, you, because now we can talk here. about Rodgers saying on the air that he got good news on his scans regarding his ribs and he plans to play this weekend against the Bears. Uh, he said he knew at halftime when he was trying to stretch things out, he got hit earlier in the game. He says, yeah, I, I realized it wasn't a muscle injury and he had remembered Randall Cobb amongst other players who suffered a punctured lung because sometimes you can get that. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, whom Tom is going to talk about in a second here. I'm stealing his thunder as well. Um, so Rogers said he just wanted to make sure nothing serious was wrong. So he plans to play through it uh, as long as the team is uh, mathematically still alive, which, Andrew, you noted they are not in the division, but they are for the playoffs. That hit was a journey right there, Mike. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love, who replaced him 
in that game when Rodgers had to do something that, as he said in that Pat McAfee Show interview, he does not like to do, which is come out of the game. And that's a mentality that Rodgers learned, at least, or watched from Brett Favre when he was the quarterback in front of Rodgers for several years. Favre never wanted to come out of any game. He started 270-plus games in a row, and a big driving force behind that was Favre, who had taken over for an injured Don Mikowski way back in 1992, thought, well, if I ever come out of a game, the same thing could happen to me. So what happens in 2007, Favre gets hurt in a game on a Thursday night in Dallas. Rodgers comes in, and Rodgers had not played well when he got to play in 2005. In 06, he played, and he immediately broke his ankle. Gets out there in 07 and lit it up and showed why, after that season, they pressed Brett Favre for an answer, and they ended up moving forward with Aaron Rodgers. Well, almost 15 years to the day, Aaron Rodgers has to come out of a game because of what he feared was a punctured lung, ends up being a rib injury, he says, and the Packers say that they want him to play. Rodgers says that he intends to play this week. We got to look at Jordan Love in that game, and it was a much more calm, confident, comfortable Jordan Love than we've seen. They obviously were productive. It helps when you got Christian Watson just running past everybody out there, but the way Love operated that offense really impressed people with the Packers. That's something you file away, Andrew, in the back of your head, even though back in 2008, Brett Favre wasn't due a $60 million fully guaranteed the following year. No, I'm, I'm connecting but, the dots but, here. But, I think what you're saying, yeah. Tom, is that in this coming offseason, Aaron Rodgers He's on the a verge of getting <laughs> traded to the Buccaneers yeah, will all talk. of a sudden be traded to the Jets. <laughs> but I was the filibuster. <laughs> right. Uh, now Tom lot, has C.J. Gardner-Johnson news, which I assume you did not get from the Kelsey Brothers podcast. <laughs> no, I got it from Mike a minute ago when he stole my thunder on that. But yes, John C. Gardner-Johnson <laughs> suffered what I have told is uh, a lacerated kidney. It is a lacerated kidney. Kidney certainly no laughing matter for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who had to drop out of that game on Sunday night against the Packers. He leads the NFL in interceptions right now. This is not a surgical injury. I'm told he's still undergoing more tests, so timetable to be determined. As of now, sidelined indefinitely. The Eagles believe, though, this is not a season-ending injury, so hope that by the playoff run, Gardner-Johnson will be back. For now, it's Marcus Epps, who has played every snap on defense this season. He's one of the guys who helps everybody get lined up on the field, a really important role. And then Reed Blankenship, who took over for Gardner-Johnson and walked right into his first career interception, Andrew. Yep, he did, and he picked off Aaron Rodgers. You guys actually do have your own podcast, the Insiders Podcast, where you dress down to workout gear and, you know, give all the news, like on that <laughs> podcast. You not, might, not might a podcast give, yet, but maybe soon. It, it it's on Fast video. TV platforms, 8 p.m. Eastern Time every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch us on YouTube. Every episode is on demand on the NFL's YouTube page. You can see us on the NFL app. We have a TikTok account at the Insiders NFL, but enough about us, Andrew. Move on with the show. Okay. For my dad watching at home, Dad, on the remote, hit the home button and the YouTube thing will pop up on the bottom of the screen. That's how that's how you find that. And on that, Mike will give you news about Eddie Jackson. All kinds of options. Eddie Jackson, the Bears, we're la- we're we're yucking our way through a, a bunch of serious injuries here. So let's let's, let's play it straight. Eddie Jackson, the Bears safety, he went down 
uh, in a game that I was covering on Sunday against the Jets and Garrett Wilson's running by him and Eddie Jackson's not moving and you know immediately something is wrong right there because Eddie Jackson's a terrific player uh, and he's a hard-nosed player so uh, yes there is something significantly wrong uh, in Eddie Jackson's foot. Ian Rappaport and I are reporting it's a Liz Frank injury. Now, uh, as Matt Eberflus told the media on Monday, they're still gathering information, going through evaluations. Sometimes this is a surgical thing. Sometimes it's not, but it's that mid-foot, mid-foot joint, uh, which can also, which can all, um, often, excuse me, create plenty of problems and result in surgery that could be uh, recovery of many months here. So, uh, in the short term, we're just saying he's out indefinitely. We'll see about uh, a more definite timeline. But you've got a Bears team that really is not playing for much down the stretch. They're banged up in a lot of areas. So if we don't see Eddie Jackson on the field again this season, which would be a shame because he's a, a terrific player uh, to watch, um, would not be surprised, Andrew. But we have a Bears team that is facing, in all likelihood, just, real Aaron quick, it, real yes. quick on that point, Andrew. I just wanted to say uh, youtube.com slash NFL. Then in the search bar, search the insiders. That brings up all the recent episodes of our Fast TV mm-hmm. show. Or again, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. You download Tubi or Pluto TV, one of those. They're free apps right on your smart yeah. TV. You can turn, tune to the NFL channel and watch us. It's more of this, but we're dressed down. We have a lot of fun. I'm sorry. This is your show. You, you go on. I mean, if you're on Tubi, you could also search for The Justice Report, which was a true crime show that I did about a year and a half ago that never got picked up while, while we're on the topic. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm checking that out. Yeah, right I'm going to do it now. While you're on it. Moving on to the Cincinnati Bengals, who went into Tennessee last week and won an AFC Divisional Round rematch. Now they go into Kansas City to try to win an AFC Championship game rematch and maybe, just maybe, they get Jamar Chase back for the first time in a month. But it was just really good to get him a week of back into football mode. And now next week, again, take it day to day to see where he's at. And, and uh, I think we'll all feel better about a guy coming off of an injury who's actually had a week of practice. Um, because that's what you get to do with those IR guys oftentimes. You know, I know he's a week earlier than that, but you get the 21-day window to get him back into the field of things before you put him back out there on a game field. And um, so I feel like we've, we've handled this the right way. Handled it. I mean, Jeff Judea in Kansas City. They went 3-1, and one, actually. They looked really bad in the first game without Jamar Chase. They, they lost to the Browns, then have ripped off three straight wins. Anyway, Kansas City there. Um, they had a lot of soul-searching after that loss. They, they seem to have come out of it pretty well. What they learned from the AFC title game? We'll take care of business when you have the opportunity to. And we all know what happened in both the AFC championship game and the regular season loss they had to the Bengals. Got out to a big lead and then fell apart in the second half, and the Bengals won those games. Patrick Mahomes said that it's really hard to go back and look at film of those games and to know what could have been. But he also said the Chiefs, in, at halftime of that AFC Championship game, went into, the, went into the half feeling like they were going to roll, they were going to the Super Bowl, they were going to win another championship. It didn't happen because the Bengals don't give up. And that's what they realize is that no matter what happens in this game, no matter how good it looks, no matter how well they play or how big a lead they get, they know the Bengals are not going to give up and will continue to fight them. Continue to fight them. And we saw Samaji Pirine running will, uh, really well last week for the Bengals in place of Joe Mixon, a physical runner. David Long got a stiff arm, maybe the first play from scrimmage. The Chiefs have their own physical runner now in Isaiah Pacheco, and Andy Reid is starting to give him the ball more. He is, and they've been excited about Pacheco, a seventh-round pick throughout this season, started off as a kick returner and then really worked his way into the lineup. 
But they love what he brings to this offense because, as you said, he's a very physical, violent runner. He moves the pile. He has a ton of energy. And he really gives a different dimension to this offense. And head coach Andy Reid talked about just the importance of really fine-tuning that running game as they go down the stretch here because he wasn't happy with how they played the second half of this game. And he wants that offense, that running game, to really be clicking because he knows teams are going to force Patrick Mahomes to sit back and hand the ball off. Uh, see a lot of coverage, and they have to be able to capitalize on those opportunities. Yep, and this one's going to be good. Love it. In the late window, a lot of America watching coming up Sunday at Arrowhead. Thank you, Jeff Chidea. Bengals and the Chiefs, an AFC Championship game rematch in Cincinnati. Coming up next, can Mike White do it again? Can Mike White keep the job? Vikings are a lot different than the Bears straight ahead. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All Mike White did when handed the keys to the Jet this past week was do what he did last year in his first game back. Light it up. He threw for 300 yards. He threw for three touchdowns. Mike White's getting another shot this week against the Vikings. Everyone loves Mike. Um, I think everyone in the locker room really has a genuine appreciation for each other. Uh, but I, I think when you're having success and and the and it's rolling and it's it's crap weather and it's raining and it's it's fun. Football's fun. Has Mike's performance uh, caused you to perhaps reconsider the quarterback plan that you outlined for us on Wednesday? The one where you said you know you fully intend to get Zach back on the field this year? Uh, no, it's uh, like I said, we're we're gonna go week to week. There's there's things that we'd love to see Zach uh, accomplish uh, over the course of uh, we'll call it a reset, but um, 
And this is Mike White's opportunity. That doesn't change. So Mike's got an opportunity to go stack another uh, great day up uh, this week. And um, when when we feel like Zach is ready to roll, he's going to roll. Much different challenge, though, facing the Vikings with a division-clinching scenario than the Bears in the reign of the backup quarterback. Anyway, Tom Pelissero is going to be at the game this coming Sunday. Baldy, you were there. You saw it in person in the rain this past week. What do you make of this new offense now with Mike White at the helm? It's a new offense. I mean, it's the first time all year the Jets took the opening kickoff and went down the field and scored. And it was Mike White making quick, accurate decisions. He threw it to 10 different receivers, guys like Elijah Moore, who wanted to be traded a month ago, caught his first touchdown pass. He looked like Christmas Day to Elijah Moore in the end zone. Garrett Wilson, two-touchdown performance. Uh, he got the ball to, to his playmakers, and, uh, and he did it in a way that made it look easy. And everybody felt it in the stadium. Everybody felt it on the locker room. I can clean this up for Coach Sala real easy. If Mike White goes out and does anything near this against uh, Buffalo or Minnesota in the next two weeks, uh, he'll be the starting quarterback for the remainder of the season. Wow, that's a lot. Mike White beating the Vikings, and then he gets the Bills. Keep it going. And I said the same thing. If he does well, there's no way Zach Wilson gets back in. Now, granted, the defense has to do well as well. And they have to find a way, Tom Pelissero, you're going to be there, to try to slow down Justin Jefferson, who, in front of a national TV audience on Thanksgiving, put on yet another show. Not just on national TV in front of that huge audience, but also against Bill Belichick, maybe the greatest defensive coach who's ever lived. In watching that game and Justin Jefferson once again going up against double and triple coverage, making contested catches, I was thinking back to a game plan that Bill Belichick put together against the Vikings in 2010 when Randy Moss, albeit later in his career, went into New England. Belichick basically said, we're just going to put a safety over top of you the entire game. You're not going to get the ball your way. Moss had one catch, went in the locker room, yelled at some people, didn't make the flight home and was cut the next day. With Justin Jefferson, it was similar. If you watch the safeties over the top, and I'm sure Baldy's broken down all the tape, they were challenging him. He was catching balls in double and triple coverage, but this has become the norm. Kevin O'Connell has given Kirk Cousins the free reign here to say, hey, this is our best player. If you think you've got an opportunity, throw the ball up and let him go make a catch. More often than not, Jefferson is coming down with those balls. So even beyond the numbers, the most receiving yards by any player through three seasons in NFL history, tied with Devontae Adams for the most 100-yard game since the start of the 2020 season. Just use your eyes and watch Justin Jefferson week in and week out. I know the Cowboys shut him down. It was a different type of a game, but he just finds ways to make plays when it doesn't look like there's really a play to be made. Well, the, his hidden skill in all of this, Tom, and I have looked at all of it, is it really is his ability to recognize what a team is doing to him, whether it's bracket coverage, whether it's you know trail uh, technique, whatever it is, he's seen it all. And now he sees it so quickly. So once he sees it, whether it's a bracket coverage, he runs right through it. Or whether he sits down in his own, uh, his ability to recognize what you're doing to him, which is difficult for anybody at any level, that's really his hidden skill. He, he has a plan to get open, Tom. Then he has a plan once he catches the ball to, like, really burn you once the ball's in his hands. But also to recognize the coverage and how you're trying to take him away and what he's going to do to counter it. It's really something to see in only his second season. He bounced back from a three-catch day in their bad loss to the Cowboys for a nine-catch night for 139. He's must-see TV, and he will be against Robert mm -hmm. Sala's defense, Sauce Gardner, whomever is on him, coming up on Sunday. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Baldy. Ready for TNF as you get ready to set your lineup for Week 13. It is almost that time of the year. 
our NFL Fantasy Live crew coming up next to tell you who's trending in the right, maybe the wrong direction. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hands off to Jacob. Stutters to the right. Burst through the whole 20. 25-30. He's off to the races. Here in Seattle, nobody's going to catch him. 25-20. 10. Ball game. Bye-bye, Josh. 86 yards in overtime. Touchdown, Raiders. Victory, Las Vegas. Josh Jacobs not only had that walk-off touchdown, he ran off, but he had 48.3 fantasy points. If you had Josh Jacobs and didn't win, that's your fault. Well, if that's the case, but you might need some help. Here's Patrick Claybon of the NFL Fantasy Live crew with some help. Week 12 in real life and in fantasy football is in the books, but looking ahead to week 13, there are some week 12 storylines that we think might not involve the top scores, but you should pay attention to what you got, Mike. T. Higgins, he has just absolutely been balling out as of late. He's playing great football with Joe Burrow. We know the connection there. And now he's going to get Jamar Chase back opposite of him in a game against the Chiefs next week that could be super high scoring, especially considering the Chiefs have struggled allowing a lot of fantasy points and deep balls to wide receivers this year. Well, it took a while for Christian Watson to sort of come online in that Packers offense, but since he has, he has been like gangbusters over the last three games. In fact, in the space of 14 days, 12 catches for more than 250 yards and six touchdowns in that stretch. He's also become the big play guy in the Packers offense with more than 45% 
of the team's air yards during that stretch. And look, in that same span, the six touchdowns there, DJ Moore's never had more than four touchdowns in an entire season. And right now, I don't think it matters whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love. Christian Watson really is the guy that's getting a lot of the attention and has become the focal point of the Packers passing game. The Chicago Bears were hit with a host of injuries on Sunday. Perhaps the most significant to fantasy enthusiasts is that ankle injury to Darnell Mooney, which is expected to keep him out for the entirety of the season. And so as you're looking at the waiver wire right now, I'm not necessarily suggesting you go out and pick up one of the available Bears wide receivers, but Richie James has played very well over his last two games. He's averaging four receptions, somewhere around 50 yards, and a touchdown, which, you know, most of the time is pretty good in fantasy football. So right now at this part of the season, uh, there's not a lot available to you. It's like most of Thanksgiving leftovers. They're gone. So there's not a lot to pick from, but if you got to pick a guy, Richard James is a pretty good option. And one guy that you picked pretty early in a lot of your drafts was Lamar Jackson. And we've been getting questions on the previous two weeks like, what's wrong with Lamar? Should I bench Lamar Jackson? Well, he's back in the top 10 quarterbacks this week. And a lot of the takeaways from the game in Jacksonville was what could have been. There was a miss of Demarcus Robinson early on from Lamar. Then Demarcus Robinson had a drop touchdown. Then Lamar had a touchdown called back. They said his knee was down. The potential for more points was there. I think you'll be just fine. Breaking news with Lamar Jackson as your fantasy quarterback. Also, you'll be fine with watching us every single night here on NFL Fantasy Live. True story, that music is right off Dan Hanzus's playlist. There. It's eclectic. Stole it off his phone. Dan is here. What happened? We got soccer fans screaming behind me. Dan is here because the new Week 13 Power Rankings are out. NFL.com slash Power Rankings. And Dan has a change at the top. Last week, we sat here, Hanzus, and said, oh, so now you're finally, finally buying the Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs went out and beat the defending Super Bowl champions. I know they're banged up. I know they're banged up. And you dropped them and put the Eagles back at one. What, because they beat Aaron Rodgers and the four-win Packers? Well, let's start here. Like, this is the America's power rankings. America scores as soon as I get on the air, so do the math. Go Lazio, yeah. Anyway, yes, the Chiefs and what we have with the Eagles is a fun race that I think is going to go back and forth, back and forth for the balance of the regular season. And... Don't read too much into it because Are when they're this close. Chiefs fans? No, when it's this close, and it is very close, that the Eagles rush for 363 yards in an island game. We talked about that last week, Andrew. Uh, I put a little extra into those primetime games. And then the Chiefs kind of just, just get through a game against the, the downtrodden Rams. It was enough to do a swap. But it doesn't mean that all of a sudden I feel like the Chiefs are in trouble. It's just going to be very tight all season. And watch out for teams right beneath them. It's fluid. Okay, but I'm just going to plan ahead. If the Chiefs are to beat the Bengals in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. are the Chiefs back at number one? Well, what are the Eagles? Because that game is merely on yes. at 4 p.m., I believe, a regional audience this week. Well, let's, you know, I see where you're going. It, it might be, let's see how many, what percentage of homes the game is in. Okay. If it's above 66%, then I will give it, no, I'm just joking. 
They, and, yes. Let's get the Titans. I mean, they have a good game. Too. It's That's a big game. And, yes, th those games matter. I, I know what we have in the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a team that have the best quarterback on the planet, and their their defense is getting the job done. I like that the running game is finding its way, even though you lose Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And, of course, you get Juju Smith-Schuster back now from injury. The Chiefs are absolutely going to be in a, a dogfight for number one for the rest of the season and then through the playoffs. Dan has the Niners up two to number three. Cowboys and Bills round out the top five. Dolphins, Vikings, Bengals, Titans, and then, oh, what do you know? Mike White's New York Jets check in. Up four after beating Trevor Simeon at home into the top ten. Why, why are you the way you are, Andrew? Because <laughs> they were... Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm just... The they bear. were 14 last Bears. week, down four after that dreadful Patriots loss. And I know what you're saying. Should we put too much into beating? There's not a lot of meat on the bone. Oh, well, you think they're a top 10 team? I mean, here's the head. I think they are. They okay. absolutely are now number 10 of 10. So I think beating the Vikings this weekend, that would be a major statement. So, yes, I think any Jets fan, you're holding your breath a little bit because you want to see – this offense stack games the way they looked against Chicago. But it was a huge revelation to see Mike White able to run this offense in the way that Mike LaFleur imagined. And you see the receivers getting in the mix. There is a lot of talent on this roster. And let's face it, Zach Wilson was holding them back. Now we see what happens if a quarterback that's capable and confident can take this team to a higher place. It's very exciting times. No, I get it. And, and I'm not trying to damper your enthusiasm here. We have the Vikings and the Bears. Or I'm sorry, the Vikings and the Bills after beating the Bears. Coming up next from Mike White. Joking aside here, mm -hmm. the biggest stunner for me, and I say this without sarcasm nor sure. snark, is the fact that you have the Raiders. They're only 17. No big deal. But they're up nine spots. Nine mm -hmm. after beating the Seahawks. Yeah, they moved up. Uh, ahead of a bunch of teams that are just floating away. Uh, so that factors in. But back-to-back -back overtime wins, the manner in which they won the games, plus the manner in which they lost the games earlier in the season, this feels like a team, and I'm not going to get too ahead of my skis here because the Raiders have killed their fan base all year with uh, just dreadful losses. But the schedule sets up well for them to get on a run here and put themselves back into the AFC race. Now, they're going to have to stack wins. They're going to actually conceivably going to have to stack six straight wins to really set themselves up going into the last two weeks. That feels strong, Andrew. I understand that. But they're going to continue to be in every game, and I could see them building off these OT games uh, and really separating themselves from the bad teams, of course. That's why they're ahead of them now. But getting into that mix in the teens, that 13 to 17 mix, Raiders are better than their record. I think we all know that. Well, I think we do all know that. Chargers and the Raiders this week, by the way. Raiders and the Chargers game is in Vegas. Hopefully we get another classic. You say the Raiders are better than that. Um, the Raiders you have is better than Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. You have them down seven. Down and you know seven. what? Sometimes you got to take an L as power rankings guy. The Bucs should have been in this territory already. But I think you got a, a little bit of uh, paying attention to the name and not the game. I kept on trying to talk myself into them as a fringy top 10 team. But now I've just seen too many. It was something about that game against Cleveland and the six three and outs and the overtime in which it just, they just looked like they didn't have anything going on. This offense is, hasn't figured it out. And now the calendar's turned into December. And I just think this is who they are. This is a 8-9, and 9-8 team. Which that, may win the division. Which probably will win the division, but that doesn't mean I need to have them hovering at 10, 11, 12 at this point. I'm accepting an L and saying 
they are a middle of the pack team, and that's why that's where they reside these days. Brian Baldinger showing Martin Emerson, MJ Emerson there, number 23, checking Mike Evans most of the day, said it was his best rated corner the entire season in any individual game. Hmm. Dan Hansus, our best rated power rankings decider. One of one, literally. Mm-hmm. Power rankings. NFL.com slash power rankings. Love you, Dan. Just give me a you know, <laughs> brief about the Jets. They could be a top 10 team. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.